Welcome to the Fantasy Football Show. Now, unlike uh, some other organizations, we do allow copious amounts of drinking here. The show to tune to for fantasy football knowledge. So if any of you took Doug Martin early, there are flasks over there on the table. It's the Fantasy Football Show with Jeff Meller. Dear Lord, please help homeless friends understand that make-believe computer football is no excuse for using the internet to be mean. This is the Fantasy Football Show on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000, ESPN Chicago app, and 100.3 HD2. Week 13 has arrived. You have, at least at this point, gotten to a spot in your fantasy football league where, if you're listening right now, and you're interested. You have not been eliminated. You have not been eliminated. So congratulations to you. I'm Jeff Meller. This is the Fantasy Football Show here with you every Sunday morning from 8 until 9 a.m. during the football season. Again, helping you set your fantasy football lineup. Presented, of course, by the fine folks over at Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. I have my bottle in hand as I do every Sunday morning right here. What better way to uh, pair up your coffee than with a little uh, little shot at Tullamore Dew? Get your Sunday started right. Of course, also presented by Twin Peaks Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views. 312-332-3776. That's the number to get in if you have a fantasy football-related question. You can hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Jeff underscore Meller. As I, you can hear as I speak, as I type in my password so I can monitor all of those questions from you. Yes. All right. I hit it correctly. It's always difficult to multitask to type in your password while you're doing a radio show so actually i was able to pull it off that time good for me not that you care anyway 312-332-3776 again if you're just joining us uh first time you've ever heard this show thanks for listening for once uh what i do here is i run through all the key fantasy football injuries that you should be aware of as we get set for sunday to begin and of course if you're just a football fan it's a great way to get a lot of information before the uh, games on Sunday. Maybe you utilize some of this information for your gambling picks as well. All right, away we go. Jacobs. Jacobs with running room right up the middle. Jacobs is on his way. The Raiders are going to win this game. Damn, that was a good performance by Josh Jacobs, wasn't it? Ridiculous. 303 total yards, a couple of touchdowns. Added that last walk-off one in overtime as the Raiders... Put the Seahawks down. What an absurd performance for you. And of course, if you were listening last week, you heard me say, hey, I think you got to keep rolling with Josh Jacobs. We have a very similar situation, though, to last week. He is designated as questionable with a calf injury. And everything, again, is going to be lined up in just the way it was last week. Now, will he go for 303 total scrimmage yards? Probably not. Nevertheless, though, the L.A. Chargers are a very enticing matchup for running backs. So that is somebody who must be a start, obviously, if he's ready to go. Going to be a game-time decision. It is, you know, though, I do always like to caution. It's a little bit problematic because it is that 325 kick. So make sure that you have an option to turn to. And, um, you know, if you have the ability put him in a flex spot as well just to give you the uh, wide receiver option if you need to you know to give you an alternative or maybe even a tight end if that's the way your league rolls but uh, again 
expecting him to go, but it is, again, the game-time decision. So with the 325 kick, you got to be aware of that. To a great start here as we begin the second quarter. Burrow on a first and ten, going to loft it down the sideline. Chase has it, and he's in. Touchdown, Cincinnati. Well, it will be good for Joe Burrow to get his college teammate, his college tiger, Jamar Chase, back in the fold today. He's expected to play after missing four games with that hip injury. I'm a little bit concerned, but it's Jamar Chase. I doubt you have three better wide receivers that you can use if you're in a shallow league that only starts two wide receivers. Maybe, just maybe, you can hold out to see how he actually looks in the Bengals uniform. But you have to believe that um, most teams are going to have to use him. You don't feel great about leaving him on your bench. But if somehow, some way, you were loaded at wide receiver, I would be okay waiting a week just to see it's a lot of uh weird reports about the hip and it just hasn't been i guess it's a serious hip injury that sometimes ends players seasons so i'm just a little bit concerned until i see him out in the field operating like we're used to nevertheless again i can understand most people don't have better options than jamar chase to use even for a week Mixon on first and goal and Mixon into the end zone for the touchdown All right, so this one's completely up in the air. And Joe Mixon with the concussion, still in concussion protocol. So what does that mean? I think it's unlikely that he will be in the backfield for the Bengals this week. And again, same problem with Chase and Jacobs. 325 kick here. And against the Chiefs, of course, they would certainly like it. But this is really trending in a bad spot. So unless you have Samaj Pirine on the bench, I think you're probably going to have to make alternative plans unless maybe you're fortunate to have someone like Isaiah Pacheco as well in that same game. Then maybe you could hold out hope and wait to see. But um, again, it's a 325 kick, so we may not have definitive word. But usually when a player hasn't cleared concussion protocol by Saturday, even though it's possible they play, you know, it's going to be tough to figure it out. And I don't know if we will know before we have the noon kicks. So something to be aware of. So second and goal. Samuel again. Looks to use his speed. Debo Samuel's in. Touchdown, San Francisco. All right. So it looks like we have some good news in regards to Debo Samuel. Adam Schefter is saying that he is expected to play. Good news because he has suffered a thigh bruise and had not done much and even on Friday was limited. But word looks like Debo Samuel will be a go for the Niners against Miami today. And so I think you can go ahead and feel comfortable utilizing him, even though that's a late kick. I think you'll probably be safe. All right. Locally to what we've all been waiting for. A showdown between the Packers and Bears. Justin Fields between some wins. He's got the ball with blockers ahead, and he's got a touchdown. Untouched into the end zone. So Justin Fields, a passing touchdown, and now a rushing touchdown today. All right, so I think you have to at this point. I understand a little bit of reluctance because of the shoulder injury, and maybe we're a little too close to it as Bears fans in the city here, and you can talk yourself into the idea of look are they really going to risk Justin Fields I do think it's certainly possible he runs a little less than we're used to but it's the Packers a run defense that we just saw last week on Sunday Night Football get exploited for 157 yards from Jalen Hurts 
at a court at the quarterback position. So I think this Bears offense, the fact that Fields has been a full participant now for the last few few days, completely removed from the injury report, I think he's going to be out there. And I think for fantasy purposes. It's impossible to predict until we see it how the Bears are going to utilize him if they're going to run a little bit less because they are concerned. But I think you have to approach it as chances are he's going to be running at a very similar clip. You know, maybe we're not going to see 18 carries, but I think chances are likely he gets into the double digits. And that should be all you need for him to be a very productive fantasy quarterback for you. And, of course, the possibility of running touchdowns in, which in most leagues is a full six points as compared to four in passing touchdowns. So I think that is really the reason you have to strongly consider using Justin Fields. You get a first down at the three. Rodgers climbs, escapes, fires to the end zone. Touchdown, Aaron Jones. What a play. And Aaron Jones, I'm sorry, Aaron Jones, that touchdown was to Aaron Jones. Aaron Rodgers, of course, will be on the other side of the ball for the Packers, which means, you know, if you're still if you're still relying on Aaron Rodgers, this is a matchup with a Bears defense that is very tasty. We know that firsthand. So I think you can actually consider using Aaron Rodgers today, too, even though it's been a struggle for the most part this season. All right. Player who is actually intriguing today will be making his NFL debut. Lisa Blitz, down the middle and on the fly, Jamison Williams, extra speed, on the gas and gone, touchdown. Little Brad Nessler there, Jamison Williams is has been activated for the Detroit Lions. Now remember, he suffered the ACL tear last season. And there is a very strong possibility, had he not done that, he would have been the first wide receiver off the board. I think this is a, a I don't want to start Jameson Williams by any means, but this is certainly a, an opportunity to put him on your bench and stash him for the playoffs just in case he is a very good performer today. You could consider using him in the upcoming weeks. Now, again, it's the playoffs in a couple weeks, so chances are you may not want to necessarily use him unless you see a lot, but I do think, look, if he's a true game-breaker, there's a possibility that you could want him on your roster for the playoff stretch, so this is just kind of a bench stash idea for you. If you have the room, go ahead and grab Jameson Williams. Some good news for fantasy football owners in Jacksonville. Chance to ETN, and there he goes! That's a Jags touchdown! Word is that uh, Travis Etienne will be back and ready to go for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So we have somebody who you're probably going to use because he has really asserted himself as one of the better running backs in fantasy football this season. So Travis Etienne will be back for the Jags. Also, Zay Jones, he's listed as questionable with a chest injury, but likely to play. And Trevor Lawrence, you know, listen. They have the Detroit Lions, and that defense has been very gettable. Now, they've been a little bit better the last couple of weeks, but I think, of course, the way Trevor Lawrence has performed, you can certainly consider using Zay Jones if you need a wide receiver three, or even if you're looking at Trevor Lawrence as a play. I think that's a definite possibility here 
for you. All right, there are all your key injuries for this morning here, week 13, 312-332-3776. I'm Jeff Meller. This is the Fantasy Football Show here on ESPN 1000. Got a little bit of time in this first segment here, so I'm going to sneak in a couple calls before we uh, get to the rest of the news that you may want to be aware of throughout the day. Let's try Evan, who's in Long Island. What's going on, Evan? Jeff, good morning. What uh, is up? I'm looking, yeah, not much, man. Um, Lamar Jackson or Deshaun Watson? Great question, Evan, and uh, you bring me right to it because I should mention it to anyone out there who is unaware. Deshaun Watson, of course, will make his debut, his 2022 NFL debut against the Houston Texans today. He has served his suspension. Evan, I have the same dilemma in a league. I'm using Lamar Jackson. The thing is, with having missed almost two full years of football with Deshaun Watson and actually looking a little bit shaky in the preseason this year, I... For fantasy purposes, I'm okay potentially using him down the road. But Lamar Jackson, I think we're just asking for trouble if we use Watson sight unseen over Lamar Jackson, who we know, at the very least, the floor is going to be pretty safe with the rushing ability. I know it's been a very disappointing year for Lamar Jackson, but Evan, I'm using Lamar Jackson this week. I want to see Watson perform before I just, you know, plug him into my line. I know the matchup's tasty, but, you know, with Lamar, it's just, I feel, I feel much safer with Lamar this week. Even as a chub owner as well? Pardon me? Even as a chub owner as well? With the stack? Yeah, I'm thinking, well, explain to me the, explain to me the, uh, oh, with Watson, I'm sorry, I'm still thinking Texans, obviously he's on the Browns. Um, no, see, I don't want, actually, that's the one thing, I don't want Watson and Chubb in my lineup if I can avoid it, because generally it's going to be hard for you to have, put up a bigger point total with both the QB and the running back, because obviously Chubb's not going to catch too many touchdowns, so I actually don't even, you know, I actually would prefer Lamar even in that case. Yeah, he's been killing me lately, though. I hear Lamar. you, man. I hear you, Evan. Thanks for the call, man. It, no, listen, it's uh, understandable. Lamar Jackson's owners have been very frustrated, but I, you know, even even when he's the problem is he's set the bar so high that the expectations are week in and week out. You're like, why? You know, you want more from him, and it's certainly understandable. But I think it's still there. I think the possibilities for big games from Lamar Jackson still do exist. He's been burned by some uh, some bad drops from Mark Andrews, who's really been up to this point a fairly you know his most consistent weapon. So I think that's a hurt. I th- and I don't think Andrews is a bad player. So. Maybe, just maybe, we get, again, it's a matter of, I think you're safer using Lamar Jackson. There's a much bigger chance you'll be disappointed by Deshaun Watson today than uh, pleasantly surprised, in my opinion. 312-332-3776. Again, this is the Fantasy Football Show here for you, taking your calls with all your fantasy football dilemmas on this Sunday morning. Presented, of course, by Tullamardew Irish Whiskey. Is your tight end in or out? Don't answer that. Is your backfield in good shape? Uh, never mind. Welcome back to ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. It's the Fantasy Football Show with Jeff Meller. The Fantasy Football Show presented by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, 312-332-3776. I'm Jeff Meller. Hit me up on Twitter at Jeff underscore Meller. That's M-E-L-L-E-R with your questions as well. I always uh, give you the caveat. I do my best to try and answer them on Twitter before the noon kickoffs, but definitely you'll have a better chance of of me answering them if, one, you call the show, but also, two, if you get them to me before 11.50. The 11.50... 
tweets is uh, definitely a harder one for me to answer on time, so no guarantees on that. All right, rolling on, taking your calls. Let's try Scott, who's in Maryville. Scott, what's going on? Hey, thanks for taking the call, my man. No problem. Uh, I got a, I got a horrible situation. I got it's a PPR league. Okay, I need one guy. I have Damian Pierce, which has been miserable the last few weeks. I got Najee Harris. I've also got Samaje on the bench, and I know that's a three o'clock start, so that's kind of the worry that if I don't play the other two, but I do have Kyron Williams at three o'clock too. Ooh, yeah, but it's not. So a... That's my situation. I just need one running back right now. I have Damian Pierce in there because of the Cleveland matchup. Um, and I'm wondering, you know, if the owner said to Lovey, hey, if you win one game all year, you know. So I'm just maybe thinking Damian will bounce back. Yeah, so you like, know, and Scott uh, and, and, and Najee Harris, you know, he's uh, he's been a problem, too. He hasn't been certainly reliable by any means. Um, I think I'm going to give Pierce that you're right. Like, this is the last game. And if you look ahead of the schedule, too, I certainly, even if this game goes well for Damian Pierce, I might consider, you know, relegating him to the bench for the playoffs, depending on most people's options. But I'm with you. I think the option, the the ability to run against the Browns, um, it's going to be. You know, I don't even. I'm not even going to factor in the Watson situation. I just think defensively, the Browns have been the worst team at stopping the run. So I think you give Pierce one more chance because the volume should be there for him. So. You said too. It's not. See, I thought I was leaning. I was figuring Mixon, Joe Mixon, was going to play this week. So that's why I have Samaji on if, the bench. Not thinking about him. But then I heard so, you, and I don't know if you heard anything. No, if, if I had to bet, I think Samaji P Ryan. Play, well, I know P Ryan will play, but I, if, right. I don't think Mixon is going to be cleared just based on having done this for a long time. Usually, when a guy does not clear on Saturday, it is very rare for them to be cleared on Sunday. But it's not impossible. So, like, you know, that's the one thing. It could be a huge um, situation where he's going through some neurological testing throughout the day today. And, you know, we may not get word until obviously the noon games have kicked off. So I think you just play it safe with Pierce because, you know, the volume is going to be there. Uh, yeah, I, like I said, I, I and even still, I think the matchup, I, I still would play Pierce over Pirine. Um, okay. e- even if I knew Mixon was out, I still think I would use Pierce over Pirine today. Yeah, okay. Thanks a lot, man. No problem, Appreciate man. Thank you for the call. Let's try TJ, who's on the south side. TJ, what's going on, my man? Morning, Jeff. Morning, guys. All right. I got a running back situation. My wide receiver should be good this week with Dillon and George Burks or George um, Pickens? Pittsburgh. Pickens. Yes. All right. I have a running back question. It's going to be Latavius Murray or Rashad White. So we do know that... Fournette is questionable, and that's of course the, yes. the Monday night game. That was my other question. I think it's, a, yeah. and I think we're, you know, it seems like uh, Fournette. He he did do some. He was involved in practice this week, so I think if that's the case, Rashad White um, is not. Even though he's kind of taken over as the lead back, I think you know it was yep. it was definitely more beneficial to have White on your roster starting because when Fournette was ruled out. I think Fournette is, uh-huh. you know, just enough of a problem where I'd rather use, I think, Latavius Murray because, I, you know, I okay. do think we're seeing him involved in the offense a little bit more. Of course, the problem is that the Broncos were basically hoping the one touchdown they score, you know, happens to be Latavius Murray who push, push, pushes it through. So, you know, I, I understand yep. you're dealing with, you know, not much offense, but I think Latavius Murray, I feel better about him and his uh, upside over Rashad White. Cool, man. Appreciate it. Have a good day. No problem. Thank you, TJ. Let's try Dave, 
who's in Elkhorn, Wisconsin. Davey, what's up, my man? Not much. How are you, Jeff? Uh, I got a uh, PPR question here. I need to start two of two of these three running backs. Okay. Uh, Pierce, like they like just where you know, Cleveland has one of the worst running uh, defenses in football. So I got Pierce, Aaron Jones, and Montgomery. All three have great matchups this week, and I'm tossed right now. I have Jones and Montgomery in there, but I do like Pierce today too. Yeah, I think I, I would go Jones and Pierce there, Dave. Um, I'm just not a huge David Montgomery. I don't want to say fan, but like like because he plays hard. But for fantasy purposes, I just think there's limited upside most weeks with him. And what we haven't really, I don't think, gotten a great handle on just yet, but Justin Fields running as much as he does, really does. You know, the problem has been Montgomery's been hurt quite quite a bit this year. But, like, with Justin Fields running as often as he does, right, it really does cut into Montgomery's ability. And then, you know, the rushing touchdowns, of course, go to Fields quite often as well. So I think uh, I would use Aaron Jones and Damian Pierce, Dave. Okay. Do you think uh, Samuel will be limited today? Debo? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I think it's certainly possible. But the one, the interesting thing with them is because Elijah Mitchell, you know, has now been ruled out for the season, I do think there's the possibility that Debo gets a little bit more run in the backfield because I think Christian McCaffrey is dealing with that knee issue that's going to limit his carries now they're going to still use him in the passing game but i think that actually mitchell going out is better for debo samuel's value as a running back or at least a you know a runner who you can use as your wide receiver there which is something that has kind of gone away a little bit this season but um yeah i think i think there's definitely some upside with him i i mean will he be limited i can't tell you until he gets out there right like i can't know exactly what he's dealing with but um a lot of all the reports from the NFL insiders say that uh, he is likely to go today. So that's the you know when they're out there, you got to just basically say okay, they're good enough to be out there for their team. So what, what we know we know nothing you know more than the coaches do. So right, thanks, Jeff. Have no a problem. Good day. I guess and the, and that's just you know a philosophical thing for me is that more often than not, unless you've got you know a really if you have a really great option or someone you feel really you know comfortable with. Instead, then maybe I go ahead and turn to them. But for fantasy purposes, more times than not, if a player's out there, you know, I'm trying to think. You know what? Who someone who I might be a little bit more cautious with would be Mike Williams. You know, when a guy is returning from a high ankle sprain, that's the one injury that always scares me because so many times I've seen guys, especially when they come back quickly, like Mike Williams did for the Chargers. Oftentimes, the high ankle sprain. That injury, I've seen guys re-injure so often that that's the one where I really would like to see a guy get through a game before I use them. Um, And as I mentioned at the top of the show, Jamar Chase today. If I could, if I have another option I feel comfortable with, okay, maybe I use them instead of Jamar Chase because this hip injury is a serious one and I'm a little bit concerned about it. But again, I understand most people don't have you know, a third wide receiver. They might have two that they feel good about, but having a third who they're like, you know what? If Jamar Chase is anything close to his normal um, ability, then I have to have, have to get him out there. I think that's how most people probably feel about the situation. Let's try Keith, who's in Juliet. Keith, you're on the Fantasy Football Show with Jeff Meller. Good morning, Jeff. Happy holidays. You as well. Um, I need to sit one of these guys. Uh, Damian Pierce, Najee Harris, Jamal Williams, Travis Etienne. It's a half a point PPR. <sighs> All right, so if I'm benching one, it, I'm definitely using 
Williams and Etienne, and it comes down to Pierce versus Najee. And I'm using Pierce, I think, today, Keith, against the uh, against the uh, Cleveland Browns. That's kind of where I'm leading. The only thing that concerns me is Najee Harris does catch the ball, but Pierce has not caught the ball in the last month or so. No, that is that is true. He's definitely trended in the wrong direction. I still don't think they, that's been a product of they've been in some weird games, right, where they've been just crushed and blown out. And um, I do think, uh, you know, I do think they keep it a little bit closer against Cleveland today, who's you know been susceptible to the runs. So just I think just being in a closer game will give Pierce more opportunities to catch the ball. I agree. Thanks, Jeff. All right. Good luck, Keith. Hopefully that works out for you. Let's try our man, Mike, who's in Mount Prospect. Mikey, good hey, Sunday Jeff, to you, right. friend. Well, like, the, like Charles Dickens, the tale of two cities, I have the tale of two running backs. One overperformed this year and one underperformed. PPR, I've got uh, Jamal Williams, who's been a, a surprise, uh, Detroit against uh, Jacksonville at home. And Alvin Kamara, who's underperformed. Uh, but Monday night, maybe he'll show up for a change. I don't know, but he's playing Tampa Bay, which is a tough defense. Oh, boy. And and I know I feel like, uh, see, I'm not going to lie, Mike. The, the PPR throws me off here. Uh, I right. actually, every every uh, Saturday, I go over uh, my son's fantasy football lineup, and he has the very same dilemma, Jamal Williams versus Elvin Kamara. And I keep saying, listen, P- PPR, I have to keep Kamara in the lineup. There was, you know, that four-week stretch uh, about a month ago, where Kamara was back to being Elvin Kamara. Now he also yeah. was productive uh, until he f- started fumbling, fumbling the ball near the goal line um, last week. And he, you know, obviously that l- kind of hid the fact that the Saints did move the ball better than maybe it suggested when you get shut out right by the 49ers. The fact that the Kamara fumbled twice near the goal line, though, that was the problem. I, I just, you know, I ha- because Jamal Williams really doesn't catch the ball. I'm always concerned about that, but you're right. Listen, he's he's clearly showed us at this point. I think he's got 12 total touchdowns, right? I think so. It's it's hard not to use Jamal Williams. I'm still using Kamara and PPR, but at this point, if you just want to roll with Williams because he's the touchdown guy, I understand it. I though, in a PPR format, can't put Kamara on the bench. Uh, that's I agree with you on this. I really do. Um, I'm going to go for it, but he's been disappointing. He's been three or four games and average seven points a game for four games so you know, but I'm going to go with it too I feel I feel we're we're on the same page there thanks My, Jeff Mike, happy holidays to you, you as well as always appreciate the call and the listenership um, you know it's just it's one of those things too where when you look at it I, I feel much worse about watching Kamara go crazy with three or four touchdowns on my bench. Like, I just kick myself if my guy who, you know, his, for the most part, we've got no indication that he's, you know, he's not, he's, he's banged up or injured. He's out there. So uh, he's just too explosive for me to keep on my bench. 312-332-3776. That is the number for you to jump on in. If you've got a fantasy football-related question, I'm Jeff Meller. Don't forget uh, coming your way at 9 o'clock. Brian Hanley is here for you. He'll kick it around, and also he'll uh, say goodbye to his uh, co-host, Mark Zander. He will uh, jump on for a little bit, uh, last chance to hear a little bit of Xander and Hanley before Mark Xander is off to bigger and better things on the West Coast. Again, I'm Jeff Meller. This is the Fantasy Football Show. Give me a call, 312-332-3776. 
The Fantasy Football Show is back with a guru of fantasy football, Jeff Meller. He's listed as questionable. Questionable. What does that mean? No one knows what that means. Dial us up at 312-332-ESPN. I mean, they know if they're playing. They know. They should tell us. That's 312-332-3776. This is The Fantasy Football Show. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000 and 100.3 HD2. Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Show here on ESPN 1000 every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Jeff Meller here with you, helping you set your fantasy football lineup and trying to get you that dub Brian Hanley kicking it with you from 9 to 10, and then I will be back with Dion Miller for your Bears pregame coverage. Bears and Packers, of course, on the agenda today. So we'll have lots to talk about coming your way from 10 to noon as well. Let's try Dan, who's in Evergreen Park. What's going on, Daniel? Hey, good morning there. How's it going? What do you got? Hey, real good, real good. Happy holidays, and thanks yes. for taking my call. No problem. for your insight. Hey, here's my question. Do I stick with Dak Prescott, or do I take a chance on Mike White? <sighs> Yeah, this is one where I'm not going to get a little. I'm not going to overthink it here. I'm still going to use Dak, okay. Mike White. Even though it was, uh, you know, he took advantage of the situation that was in front of him. Good for him. The Bears' defense is atrocious, Dan, and um, you know, certainly last week what they were trotting out there in the secondary was no good. I still trust Dak Prescott against the Colts this week much more than I do Mike White in a hostile environment in Minnesota when it's still one of the tougher places to play. So uh, I'm not going to get crazy with Mike White. I'd still use Dak, Dan. Beautiful. Thank you so no much. Have problem. a great day. You too. Thanks, Dan, for the call. 312-332-3776. Let's go on out to our buddy George, who's in Racine. George, how are you, my friend? Well, a little bummed up because Marquette lost to Wisconsin yesterday by two points, but yes, anyway, you know, you know, I've played years ago. For Absolutely, George. I know you, uh, you and Brian Hanley both bummed out about that one, no doubt about it. Although uh, our good friend Randy Merkin, who's a Badger, uh, you know, yes, what, the other side of the tail there, the other yeah, side of the coin. Got, well, thank you for taking my call. I appreciate it, and I have um, a flex question. Uh, I played Stevenson. I got a few points. And I have um, uh, San Francisco running back. Uh, McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. And then um, I'm playing Palmer. Um, and Burks or um, I'm trying to think of the other wide receiver. But um, anyway, it's picking one for a flex. Okay. And White from Tampa Bay, Pacheco. From Kansas City, Williams, who the you know it's a disaster. Sure. In LA, Rams, yes, uh, and Burks or Zay Jones. That was the other wide receiver. I, and you I just already... you just need one of those, George. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, you know what? I feel pretty good about using Isaiah Pacheco in that situation. You know, I know like. It's tantalizing because I think we think Pacheco's going to do just a little bit more than he's maybe given us. But still, I think of all the guys you laid out, I feel pretty safe about his uh, his touches today. And then, you know, Kansas City's going to give you so many opportunities for a touchdown there that uh, I think, you know, you feel pretty good about his chances of getting one for you. But uh, Zay and Burks, you'd play Zay over Burks. 
I would because and and uh, Traylon Burks is also been limited uh, this week in practice. He's listed as questionable, so there's certainly a possibility. I did not actually play his highlight, but um, he's somebody who actually may not go today as well. So make sure we keep an eye on that if you're someone who wants to use Traylon Burks against the Philadelphia Eagles today. But yeah, George, I would use um, Zay Jones over Burks today, and definitely Pacheco would be the man who I would put in your flex spot there. Let's try Eric, who's in DeKalb. Hey, Eric, you're on the Fantasy Football Show. Hey, good morning. Good morning to you. All right, got a question. Um, between Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence, I'd like, kick myself if I freaking, if I said Justin Fields and he went off, so you know. I think you <laughs> answered it, Eric. I think you answered it. Um, yeah, listen, Trevor Lawrence has looked better the last few weeks but there's still been some throws that have you know leaving a lot to be desired from him still so i don't think he's completely figured it out just yet right so um i know the matchup against the lions is probably the real reason that you're you know really really struggling with it but i i think i think the fields and the running like i just i can't assume i think he's going to be out there i'm I think the Bears are going to let him do what he does, right, for the most part. So I think we're going to get the typical 10 carries or so, and then he's just – he really is their best red zone threat, so we see so many rushing touchdowns from him. So I'm personally using fields in any any uh, leagues that I have him. Um, so, you know, Mahomes I would use our fields, but short of that, I think I'm pretty much feeling fields most of the way here. Gotcha. Thank you. All right. And it doesn't hurt, obviously, to the Packers. That defense has showed you just last week, right? You can run all over them with, like Jalen Hurts did. Yep. So. Yeah, Jalen Hurts did it. Yep. Yeah. So. All right. The that fact that he, thanks, Eric. The fact that he's out there, I think you have to go ahead and use him for the most part. I know we're always concerned about it. But, again, to be even more encouraged, not even on the injury report, completely removed because he's been a full participant for consecutive days, you must be removed from the injury report when that's the case. So um, I think – all signs pointing to him being his usual Justin self. Let's try Tom, who's in Bridgeport. Tommy, what do you got for me, hey, my man? Yeah. Good morning. How are you, buddy? Doing How well. Doing? doing well. I need two. I need two D four non PPR. I need um, Damian Pierce, Rashad White, Gus Edwards. I could put a flex in it for Mark Andrews, which hasn't been doing anything. <sighs> All right. So yeah, the, the only one I'm definitely using Pierce here, Tom. And I'm still going to use Andrews. I know it's been, you know, problematic, but I don't want to. I don't want to double up and go Gus Edwards and Andrews here. So right, I would use. Right. I would use Pierce and Andrews. Okay, thanks, Jeff. And thank again, it, thank, no problem, Tom. Thank you for the call. Again, with Pierce, I think this is probably the last week I'm going to feel, you know, decent about using him because for consecutive weeks now he's gone for eight rushing yards. Right? That's obviously ridiculous and awful. That that's crushing for your fantasy week so that's a problem but again the browns matchup is just too good but after that he's got dallas kc tennessee and then jacksonville in week 17 which hopefully most people are concluding their fantasy football seasons at that point so maybe maybe just maybe if you get to your fantasy football championship or you know the consolation matchup a third place game and you're considering using pierce there maybe i get him back into the lineup but basically, for me, Pierce is it's this week against the Browns, and then I think no matter what, I don't. I think I'm benching him against the Cowboys next week, and then probably against Casey in Tennessee as well because the Houston Texans are just so bad. So I think this is the last chance to really use Damian Pierce this season, more than likely. Let's try Jordan, who's in Wakanda. Hey, Jordan, what's going on? Hey, Jeff, how are you? I'm doing well. 
Good, good. Hey, um, I have a PPR. I can go with Jared McKinnon in a possible shootout today, or I have to wait for the questionable Leonard Fournette tomorrow. And if, if Fournette even does go, how much, how many touches is he going to get as opposed to Rashad White? So McKinnon or Fournette. Yeah, I think, too, you know what, the PPR factor makes it pretty easy, McKinnon. I'm playing it safe there because there's certainly a possibility. Now, again, it's trending in the direction. I think if I had to bet, I think Fournette plays Jordan. But I, it's not like he he's already almost been usurped by Rashad White in Tampa. And so even if he is active, how much is he really going to do? I, I think it's just not worth the risk. Um, on waiting on Fournette, I would just take the sure thing with McKinnon. Of course, you're probably looking at three to four, you know, catches. I think you're really you're just kind of hoping that he breaks off, you know, breaks off a long one and gets into the end zone. Um, so it's you know the upside is minimal with McKinnon, but I think in a PPR format, I would still use him. And and they don't and they aren't going to be giving any uh, catches to Pacheco. You, you think that's still going to be McKinnon's role, even though. Uh, uh, he, you know, Clyde Edwards Hiller is out and everything. Yeah, no, like Pacheco, he really has not shown much in the passing game. I think he's got one or two catches. This is high on the season in a game. Uh, McKinnon is somebody who they do like to utilize in the two minute when it, when it, when uh, they're in the two minute drill, and certainly you know when they go to he gets he rolls rolls in for a passing down. So yeah, McKinnon is he's just so good in pass pro too. He's a great blitz pickupper. So. Uh, I think you definitely don't worry about McKinnon's role. It's not, I don't think any, we're, I, don't, I think we're at a point, Jordan, where essentially in football, most teams are going to have a second running back they're going to work with. Um, that you We're just kind of past the time when teams are going to let running backs be out there for, you know, more than 80% of the touches. They just, they, they figured it out finally. It's kind of like pitchers in baseball that it, you're just better off if you run in a fresher running back from time to time, it just makes you a better offense as a whole to get a fresh set of legs in there and give the other guy a breather after he's, you know, ripped off a few runs from time to time. So I just think we're past that point in the NFL. 312-332-3776. Let's go to Andy, who's in Jefferson Park. Hey, Andy, looks like another Pacheco question for me. What do you got? Good morning. How you guys doing? Doing well. Yeah, so, okay, I got... Um Obviously, two running backs I can play plus a flex. And I have Mixon, Zeke, Pacheco, and Kareem Hunt. Um, and I'm not really sure who to sit out of that group today. I kind of like Kareem Hunt with Deshaun coming back. I feel that his uh, opportunities in the passing game are going to improve. Um, so I'll just be quiet and let you guys talk. Thank you. <laughs> so, Andy, the way I'm looking at this, honestly, I don't think Mixon is going to play. He has not cleared concussion protocol yet. And so, even though it's not impossible... It is unlikely, let's just say that, that Mixon plays today for the Bengals based on the information we have right now. And even if we do get it, I'd be surprised if we learn before noon. I guess I would say this. If we know before noon that Mixon is going to go, then I would use Mixon, Elliott, and Pacheco. But if, if, you're st- if we still don't have any clarity about Mixon and whether or not he is either ruled out or if he's in, I would use uh, Zeke, Kareem, and Pacheco. So, and then if, if for some reason you get late word that, uh, you, that Mixon is going to go, then I would probably flip him in for Pacheco. So you'll still have that option because they're playing in that same game. So I think that's how I would handle it, Andy. 312-332-3776. One more segment to go here on the Fantasy Football Show presented by Telemardew Irish Whiskey. 
the Fantasy Football Show with a guru of fantasy football, Jeff Meller. Dial us up at 312-332-ESPN. That's 312-332-3776. This is the Fantasy Football Show on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000 and 100.3 HD2. of a lost World Cup. U.S. falls to the Netherlands. Everyone bummed out about that. little Everclear puts me in the doldrums of a cold December day. The good news is that it's actually only three and a half years till the next World Cup, so we'll get back at it a little bit uh, sooner than normal thanks to the, the winter World Cup in a currently happening in Qatar. I'm Jeff Meller. This is the Fantasy Football Show presented by Tullamardu Irish Whiskey. You can see me holding up the bottle right now on Twitch where you can watch us on Twitch every day. Twitch.tv slash ESPN 1000 Chicago brought to you, of course, by DraftKings. Of course, you can always listen to us on ESPN 1000, 100.3 HD2 or the ESPN Chicago app as well. I'm wrapping things up here on the Fantasy Football Show. I'm Jeff Meller again here every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m., Brian Hanley will kick it around with you for an hour from 9 to 10 as he says goodbye to his co-host Mark Zander today. And then uh, I'll be back with Dion Miller for your Bears pregame show. We'll uh, have Bears and Packers coverage for you. So stick around on ESP 1000 all day. And, of course, Peggy and Yurko will have the postgame for you as well. Can't miss radio there. Let's go on out to Hoffman Estates and say good morning to Gerald. What's going on, Gerald? Hey, Gerald, what you got for me? All right, Gerald is not there. Let's try CJ, who's in Shanahan. What's going on, Siege? Good morning, Jeff. Uh, I got a pass PPR question for running back, either Gus Edwards or Cordell Patterson. Oof, yeah, this one's flip a coin for me, CJ. I think I would use... Uh, I think I'd still use Patterson um, reluctantly. I just don't... Uh, I don't really like what I've seen from the Ravens running backs the last few weeks, so I think I would use Patterson. Um, still feels like he's their goal line back when they get close to the uh, close to the red zone there, so I'd use Patterson, CJ. All right, thank you, Jeff. And, uh, oh, sorry, I cut him off there. I apologize for that, CJ. Let's try Kevin, who's on the north side. What do you got, Kev? Hey, Jeff. Good morning. What is going on? Um... Good problem at uh, wide receiver, I guess you could say. It's a full PPR. I got to decide on three between um, these five. Keenan Allen, Chris Godwin, DK Metcalf, Garrett Wilson, and Christian Watson. <sighs> yeah, that is. So, and you said it was a PPR, Kevin? Full point PPR. Full point, yeah. Boy, this is rough. It's, yeah. it's tough to get away from. Um, Godwin and Allen in full point PP. I'm not, and I'm also never. Let's. So I'm definitely. I, I would keep. Uh, I would keep Watson on the bench today. Me too. Um, yeah. So it comes down to Garrett, the Garrett Wilson or Metcalf. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, and actually, I'm thinking it. I'm thinking it through here, Kevin. And actually, because I'm, I'm never gonna. I'm almost never gonna tell someone to bench Metcalf. So Metcalf is in, <laughs> and so now it's, okay. it comes down to Godwin. Allen and Wilson, which one would I bench of those three? And man, you, you're so right. It is a good problem to have Allen against. I think Allen without Mike Williams is a lock. So then it's, I think I would use, 
I still would use Godwin over Wilson today. Um, the Mike White, you know, Mike White still under center. He was much better, right. and I like Garrett Wilson a lot. Don't get me wrong, but uh, you me just have, you have you have a, a plethora of great options. So I'd go Metcalf, yeah. Allen, and Godwin, Kevin. All right, me too. Thank you, Jeff. All right, no problem. Just had to talk my way through that one. That was rough. Too many good players for Kevin there. Let's try Joe, who's in Naperville. What do you got, Joe? Hey, Jeff, I need uh, one of these running backs. I'm playing Travis Etienne, got full point PPR, and I need to pick from CPAT, Elliott, Pacheco, or Hunt. I'm sorry, who was the first one? CPAT, Patterson. Okay, so you've got uh, Elliott, Pacheco, Hunt, and Patterson. One of those? Right. One of those full point PPR. I'm going to say I would use Pacheco there, Joe. Okay. All right. All I mean, right. if good. Um, yeah, the only one who I even considered would be Elliott because of his goal line role. But uh, I think I still want to take my chance with Pacheco there. I think he's a more explosive runner these days. Let's try Brian, who's in Minneapolis. Brian, what do you got? You're on hey, the Fantasy Jack. Football Show. Hey there. Um, I've got a question for Flex in a full PPR league. Um, I've got Alvin Kamara, who I know you touched on a little bit earlier, and also um, Amari Cooper. I'm not sure who to go with there. Oof, that's a good one, too. Um, yeah, and, and I definitely am more inclined. You you mentioned it. We had a Kamara versus Jamal Williams situation where I was like, I just I just can't sit Kamara for Jamal Williams with Cooper, though, um, who you know is going to see a high volume of targets. I think I actually yeah. would use Cooper over Kamara here, Bri. Um, yeah. But who's your, who are your other running backs? Who are? I got uh, Ken Walker and um, Eckler. So you know what? I uh, based on the PPR format, I would use Cooper. Eckler and I actually would use Camara over Ken Walker today. Um, oh, really? Yeah. yeah, like and I like Ken Walker, but I just he's not really as involved in the passing game, and he he's a an odd player because he's got some explosive ability, but he also tends to miss holes and he tries to do a little bit more sometimes than he actually should instead of just hitting the hole. And in a PPR format, I still want to use Camara, so I would use Cooper and Camara over Walker today, Bry. Okay, hey, thank you very much. No problem. I understand, though, I know Ken Walker's been a, a really a, a touchdown maker, so it's been hard to turn away from him, but uh, I think I would I would still use uh, Camaro over Walker today. Let's try Ruben, who's in Prospect Heights. What's going on, Ruben? How you doing, Jeff? Um, doing well. A uh, little bit of a problem here. The running backs that I have aren't, aren't the best selections. It's on the night, um, Leonard Fournette and Kareem Hunt. Mm-hmm. And before you answer that, Jeff, mm-hmm. the guy that I'm going against, He's one of those guys you really want to stick it to in the league. <laughs> and if I do beat him, okay. I eliminate him from the playoffs. So let's get a winner over here, Jeff. All right. So you know what? Uh, I don't think it would have changed my decision here, but I think it'll be that much sweeter to beat him with Donovan Bam Knight. And I think he's in for a pretty solid role today with uh, Michael Carter nicked up with the ankle injury. We don't know what Carter's exact role is going to be today, although I expect him to play. Um, Donovan Knight, though, I think is in store for a pretty good amount of action. And we saw, we saw firsthand, uh, here in Chicago what, uh, he's capable of last week. So I think, uh, I think I would use Donovan Knight over Fournette and Hunt today, Ruben. Awesome, Jeff. I appreciate it. Thanks, man. No problem, man. Good luck to you. Um, let's quickly go on out to Barrington. Eric, what do you got? Hey, Jeff. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I need two of the three. I got Jacobs. I got Mike Evans and Brian Robinson. Josh Jacobs? Correct. Is it even a question? My Eric, you really considering Yeah, I I'm 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 probably gonna go with him. So pretty much it's gonna be between uh Robinson and Evans to flex. 
Um, yeah, I, I would still use Mike Evans here because Brian Robinson in a PPR, not nearly as enticing and just as a, just a standard league. So um, I know he's been a little bit frustrating this season, but I'd use Mike Evans there, Eric. And Josh Jacobs is a lock. Come on. Let's not be silly here. You saw him go ridiculous. I, under, I guess he's... I'll throw out the caveat. He's listed as questionable with the calf injury, but he was listed as questionable with a calf injury last week, and he gave you 303 yards from scrimmage and a couple of touchdowns and a walk-off. So we'll end it with the way we started the show today. Talking about Josh Jacobs, I will also wrap it up with Josh Jacobs. Start him as long as he's active. Uh, Again, if it's a 325 kick, so just make sure I guess you have an alternative to turn to in case for some reason he doesn't go, but I expect him to play today. That's going to do it for me, guys. 312-332-3776. If you want to jump in and, and uh, talk with Brian Hanley and say goodbye to Mark Zander here, I'll be back at nine. Uh, I'm sorry. I'll be back at 10 o'clock with Dion Miller with your Bears pregame coverage. So keep it locked in here on ESP 1000. Thanks to my man, Charlie Bevins, for spinning the dials behind the glass. Talk to you in an hour on ESP 1000.